Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dive Into Diet. I'm with Lucas Schmidt. How you doing? I'm good. Are you ready? I'm ready. I, we're doing behavior change today. Behavior change. Well, they've all turned it off now. We said behavior <laughs> change. Nobody wants to do that. I know this is this, this could be this is going to require some work. But what we're going to yeah. do, guys, is we're going to talk about improving our eating. Yes. And yeah. why is this important? Uh, many reasons, but most of your health comes and is directly controlled by what you eat. So it's pretty this important. This is the important thing to do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's three, like, one of them sort of is like 12 birds with one stone. Like, okay. You know, like, it takes care, if you can, if you can improve this aspect, it usually helps to spill out into others. At least yep. it did for me, speaking from personal experience. So it's just three different sort of, uh, you could call them, not men, uh, mental tricks or mindsets to try to to play around with. So the first yeah. one is it's an activity, cooking. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know that sounds very obvious, <laughs> cooking. But a lot of people have a severe aversion to cooking. They don't want to do it. They're scared of it, or they hate it. They hate the idea. They don't. They don't have the time to do it. And and that may be true. You got you got a bunch of kids. You have a a fast paced career. What have you? Whatever. Um, one of my I had to say rebuttal because it's not an argument, it, but it a rebuttal sometimes I would use when someone tells me they don't have time for health <laughs> is you either make time now or fate will make it for you. Right. If you don't totally take care agree. of your health, something will happen to you eventually, unless you're that 1% of lucky folks that make it to 95, smoking 12 packs a day, no matter what, and they're, you're just, just fine. But most of us, if we don't see to our health in some way, necessity will take over. Yeah. You go, you get sick, you go to the ER, you have an issue, you know, heart disease is a huge concern. It's like, isn't it the number one killer in the U S I believe one of them It's definitely in the top number, two, top or three. two, three causes of death in the United States for adults over 50. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we call necessity taking over, you know, um, better to take steps than to lose 15 years because you had a heart attack and you died 15 years earlier than you should have completely. So it's one of those things you can tell, you know, I don't have time for that. Well, you eventually will have to have time Yeah. one way or the other. So let's deal with that early. Cooking is the first thing I would suggest to someone. Um, luckily, we have two others in case you hate that idea. <laughs> you could do all three of these or you could try one of them. And that's a victory. That's fine. But cooking, the reason I love cooking is because, one, it's a budget saver, believe it or not. So you might lose some time, but you make up for it financially. You'll save so much money if you can cook for yourself. Uh, case in point, you get a steak at a restaurant, minimum $24 yep. for a good size one. Even a small one, It's I think the smallest cut is like 20 bucks, $24. No Even question. At, a, at a chain, low end, wherever, you're gonna pay a lot of money for a steak. Whereas you could buy a steak in the grocery store for six to seven bucks and cook it yourself. Um, but there's a lot of other foods. Right. Any food, you're going to probably save a lot of money. The only category I have not saved money cooking for myself is Asian food, like Chinese <laughs> food. It is so expensive to cook because you don't have any of those spices in your cabinets. you like, <laughs> got to go out and buy like rice vinegar and um, hoisin sauce and all these things, and the upfront cost is high. But other than that, generally cooking saves you a lot of money. Um, the main reason, though, I like cooking isn't budget-related. It's mindset-related because mm. if you start cooking, you have to play with your food. You, it's, it's kind of like playing with your food. Right. Especially like sautéing. Like when you get a skillet out, you throw some meat in there, you go, well, the recipe says 
some Italian seasoning and salt and some some oil or butter of some kind and some onion and then some this and that and the other. And that's sort of your basics. But then you might get a wild hair one day and go, what happens if I put this in there? Like fresh pineapple. What happens if I put that with my chicken and lime? Well, boy, that's good. Let me do that again. And that happens all the time. Mm. You'll get sick of your same recipes eventually. And then it forces you to sort of start playing a little bit. And that's good. Because then you teach yourself from experience what you like, what you don't like. It's probably good for your brain, too. It's very good for your brain. Well, you're exploring new things, right. and you'll learn that you like the taste of a lot of healthy foods yeah. by working with them. So you develop, I don't like to say relationship with food, like it's you're dating it or anything. That's weird. But And I don't want to get too, you know, esoteric. But it is. it does sort of teach you to explore flavor and, and ways to make healthy food taste good. And that's mm. very important. Mm. So it saves you money. It sort of teaches you uh, how to explore food. So you're not just trapped with McDonald's when you're in a rush. Um, and the other final thing is it empowers you to seize control of your food. You right? know what you're eating. Right. You know exactly what ingredients are in there. Also, people who don't know how to cook, I think th I feel like that would be... It's very stressful because you're like, oh, I don't have anything here at house. Well, I guess I have to go over here to one of these two restaurants that I know is open. Um, as opposed to if you have a, a bunch of things in your fridge, you can be like, well, let's see what we got in here. That happens to me all the time. It's just like, I don't, oh, man, I'm kind of towards the end of my groceries. Well, let's see if these two things work together. And sometimes you miss and sometimes you don't. But at least you <laughs> learn something. And you still eat. And it's still healthier than eating out, right? So... And I will say, I didn't have any formal, like, I didn't have formal cooking training for nutrition. Like, that's just been experimentation. And um, one of the best resources for cooking in general is YouTube. It's yep. amazing. It's f If you have internet, it's free, right? Yep. Um, Gordon, you, you know Gordon Ramsay, the Hell's Kitchen guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, like, the hilarious but scary chef. He's got, like, three to five minute how-tos on YouTube. Whole, like tons of them how to make perfect skillet chicken how to make perfect this how to make according to him perfect but you know you, you know i'm trying to get into the instant pot uh-huh is there an instant pot resource you like on youtube not specific channel all okay. you got to do is type in instant pot there, there's a insert million. dish that you want to make and you'll have like twenty five thousand results okay it is such an underutilized resource um, yeah. i think in a lot of ways youtube is there's some bad things about youtube of course but that's one of the positives is I relearned how to tie a tie on YouTube. Like you can learn how to do all kinds of things for free. These people just want to be in front of a camera and they want to have people to talk to or to teach. So they do it for free. They're not charging you anything. They mostly ask you to click the little bell, the like, subscribe, like and subscribe. Actually, can you guys like and subscribe? Yeah, yeah speaking of. Just real quick. Just like do it right now. You like that segue he, right Lucas there. said it. It was supernatural, <clears throat> organic. Like and subscribe. Yep. But you don't have to, but you probably should. Anyway, um... So YouTube is a wonderful resource, yep. and it's free, generally, I mean, you're, if you're paying for internet, of course. But you can learn how to cook from from macaroni and cheese out of a box, not that I'm encouraging you to make that, but to, you know, French cuisine, like yep. the hardest echelon of food, you know. There's a whole plethora of resources for free on YouTube, and I, I think people don't realize that. They're like, I just don't know what to do. I'm like... You could go on YouTube and type in, I don't know how to cook. You could. You could type that in, and you will find some sweet southern lady. Hi, y'all. I'm going to teach you how to cook today. I mean, you're going to find all kinds of videos, you know, on how to do it. So that's that's a great. So cooking is my number one yep. sort of advice. 
And I know some people might go, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, well, you should try it. But if you're just absolutely not going to do it, the second one is, this is a mindset game I do, trade avoidance of negative for pursuit of positive. Ooh, I like that. Kind of a mouthful. Yeah. I think with, people call it diet culture. I I don't consider it a culture. It's just how we eat. It's not that specific but and everybody eats everybody eats so everybody has a diet actually everybody's on a diet (laughs) whether you want to be or not unless you're eating nothing and then you're not going to last long um so instead of thinking i have to avoid all of these things think i get to eat all of those things um it's a much more positive way to think you're not going to be thinking in a it's takes you out of a deficit mindset out of a scarcity mindset and more in a plant a plenty there's a lot of healthy foods, tons of them, tons of great nutritious foods that you can eat. And for me, it's a lot more helpful if, instead of me thinking, yeah, I got to stay away from bread stay away from bread, and I got to stay away from cookies and crackers and this. I think I can eat just about as many raspberries as I want. Mm-hmm. I can eat them. Now, eventually you'll get gas, but that's a natural consequence. I don't have to consciously avoid that. Like I'm going to be like my body's going to go stop. As opposed to with cookies. My body just doesn't say stop. It just doesn't do it. So that's a fight I'm not going to win, right? If I go, so for me, it's, it's easier for me to go. If, it's, it's, if I'm at a party, there's a fruit tray, a veggie tray, a meat tray, the classic party right. tray. And then you have the dessert section. I'm an all-or-nothing guy, so I know if I take one bite of that, I'm going to have to fight the urge to take another and another and another. So I just go, you know what? I can eat as many carrots I can eat all this celery. I can eat all these berries and strawberries, and most people aren't eating those. They're eating the dessert. So it's going to be plenty, and (laughs) plenty, lots. So I'm like, and these are tasty. I have no problem with eating strawberries. They're delicious. They're wonderful. you're going to feel better. I'm going to feel better. So it's like instead of going, well, I can have a cookie, but just one. I'm not going to win that fight. I'm going to go, no, give me the whole sleeve. The whole sleeve of crackers is going in my mouth right now. So... I do say I will have none of those, but instead of thinking of, I can't have any of that, right. I think, I can have, oh, wow, look at all of this food. Right. I can eat this and this and this. So if you're at the grocery store, instead of thinking, well, I can't buy any ice cream, or I can't, true, if you want to be healthy, you probably shouldn't eat a lot of that, but it's just a small mindset shift, I think is very helpful, thinking like, I'm not going to buy ice cream, but I'm going to buy five cartons of strawberries and have right. the most delicious fruit bowl in the world. Yeah. Okay. And I can eat those. I'm going to feel good and they taste great. There's nothing wrong with that taste. And not everybody likes strawberries. Fine. Pick your fruit you like or your vegetable. Um, anybody that tells me I just can't eat any vegetable, I'm like, well, you haven't tried them. You haven't tried enough. That's my first impulse response. Um, so this is just a slight mindset change. It's like glass half empty full kind of mentality. Um, but what I don't do in any kind of nutritional advice is tell people to go hungry or, uh, you know, I give them a list of things. Maybe it's best not to eat, of course, but to me, it's more, let's emphasize the things we get to eat. That's a lot more exciting. I get to eat all of these things. Let's focus on this. Focus on I what can I eat can eat. as much as I want of this. Yeah, generally. And yeah, and yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's a food that's going to give you horrible gas, like you're not going to want You don't it. need willpower to not eat it. I promise you. If you've ever had too many uh, Brussels sprouts, oh, yes. you know you don't need to eat that many, and you don't want them anymore. <laughs> so the third one is another. It's This one's a little more. I don't do it all the time, but, but I do find it 
um, helpful sometimes is I call it calorie bargaining. And now I don't count calories. I want to say that before we go into this. This is not tracking calories. That is a losing game for most people. Again, unless you're like a bodybuilder in a competition and you have to track every, they weigh their food for heaven's sake. That's not what we're doing here. I don't count calories. I don't track them in that sense. What I think of calories in is, um, and it's not even necessarily calories. Think of it like in a certain day, you can only eat so much, right? Because right. you get full. You're not hungry anymore after you eat a certain amount of food. Yep. Some of us can eat more than others. I can eat a lot of food. But what I ask myself is, what do I get for this trade-off? Okay, so I have limited space, limited calories, if you want to think of it that way. What do I get for these calories? It's like Got it's it. like when you invest, when you pay for something, you're like, well, what am I getting for my money? Right. What I'm, I have limited space. What do I get when I eat? What do I get out of this? Do I get what vitamins do I get? What protein do I get? Protein out of this exchange here. So it's sort of like a um, if I sit down in front of a piece of cake versus a piece of steak, <laughs> I go, okay, I eat 300 calories of cake versus 300 calories of steak. What do I get for that bargain? Like, what do I get out of the 300 calories of cake? What I get for that is uh, excess carbohydrates, uh, a spike in my blood sugar that will eventually crash me and make me sleepy and useless for the rest of the party. Or what do I get for this 300 calories of steak? I get pretty full. Uh, I get choline, iron, zinc, uh, trace amounts of a lot of minerals, tons of vitamin B, protein, mm. protein, and um, I'm probably going to be satisfied for a long time. Yep. And I'm not going to crash. I'm not sitting here saying we should all eat steak all the time. I'm just, that's just an example. Right. So that's sort of another thing you can say is, okay, before I eat this, what do I get for this? Right. If I eat a big salad with a bunch of delicious vegetables on it, what am I getting out of that? Well, I'm one, I can eat a lot of salad because it's very low in calories. Right. It's, it's and you're not going to be full. You can just, you can perpetually continuously eat salad. So it's like, but what do I get for this? Well, I get a lot of things, trace minerals, trace vitamins, antioxidants, um, water, <laughs> a lot of water in, in vegetables and salad. So to me, that's a good bargain. So that's another way you can sort of, it's like negotiate. I don't want people to think they have to negotiate with their meals, but it's just, if you struggle with knowing what foods, um, it's just basically comes down to nutrient density. You've heard this phrase, Absolutely. nutrient density. Is this food packed with nutrients? If the answer is yes, you could eat a little more of it. It's kind of that whole, um, phrase uh food is fuel yeah yeah you know uh, yeah what am i getting how yeah. much fuel do i get for this exchange that i'm about to have right right um and generally the answer for any baked good or dessert is not much at most well, you're it's getting mindless it's yeah it's, it's a mindless thing you're not getting anything other than a delicious amazing taste <laughs> that lasts 10 seconds <laughs> so for 10 seconds you might get a uh you might get a serotonin rush right Okay, but keep in mind with serotonin, each time you get a hit of serotonin, that some activity, you have to do that activity bigger and bigger and bigger each time yeah. to get the same result. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons people become obese. One of the re one of the many reasons is chasing that serotonin. Oh, that food high you get. You know, we all have been there. You eat a piece of cake. You're just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. This is blissful. But if, you'll notice next time if you do it again, you got to eat a little more cake. To get if the if same, not in that same thing, if not in that same uh, meal, yeah, you know, you yeah, might need two two pieces. I need a little bit more. I'm mm. I'm, I'm losing my buzz over here. <laughs> so the that's the last thing is just ask yourself, what do I get for this? Yeah, it's kind of a selfish mentality, but it's like, 
I'm eating. This is going in my body. I have a right to know. What do I get for this food? What do I get? Oh, I get some iron. Okay, that's fine. What else do I get? I get anything else? Yeah. If the answer is no, you know, you get calories, you get sugar. It's not a really good trade-off. I love that. So, yeah. I love that mentality. Well, thank you. Is that a show? That's a show. That's a show. Guys, re-watch this video. Those are three things that you can do today that's going to improve your behavior around eating. I know it's on top of all of our minds. So I'm going to re-watch this. You probably don't have to. Hopefully not. He probably doesn't have to. <laughs> but you do. Watch it again. Um, but we will be back. This has been Dive Into Diet. This is Lucas Schmidt. We will be back next week. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.